What if these things can read our minds? This is a safe sex zone. Simple, beautiful fish. Good night, campers. Turn on, tune in, talk movies. Welcome to the video cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so last time we had talked about uh, weddings, Gabby forgot that I had been married at one time, which is fair fair mistake to make. You don't know that much about me. Yeah. Um, but I figured let's kick off this episode with uh, any crazy wedding story. So it doesn't have to be your own wedding, mm-hmm. as in uh, what I have bringing to the kind of the table. But I'm sure you've all both been to a few weddings by now. Uh, possibly. I I think I've only been to mine and. Like my uncle. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna start off. I I have this uncle. It was for his third wedding, <laughs> and he's it. So basically, like a little backstory. Like with my family on my mom's side, we're we're all crazy. Like it is like backwoods, not backwoods, but you know. It's, if you I invite, don't want to say it's goaler esque, but <laughs> no, 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 not that sort of backwards. More like not like it's not white trash because we're not Redneck. exactly. No, it's <laughs> when we get together, we turn into white trash. Okay, yeah, all right, like a I Voltron type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah. it's our powers of, combined. Yeah, it's in that sort of sense. Um, it's. So basically, my uncle's getting married. We all decided he decided him and his wife just want to have like a simple like ceremony, nothing crazy. Well, it gets crazy, but nothing like expensive. No wedding at a chapel. They just had a justice of the peace, and they rented out like all these chateaus in I think near Fox Point, and that's in like Nova Scotia. It's like way like uh, I'd say like northern nova scotia i think or southern i don't know anyways (laughs) so um my uncles are invited uh one of my uncles flew out from calgary um my cousins were there um my step-aunt and her son was there and his group of friends and one of my uncles which um is sort of like the black sheep of the family was there (laughs) So basically, and my mom was there as, as well, also, and um, Wendy's, her, well, um, and the mother, oh, sorry, and the mother of the bride was there too. Very, like, very nice. Uh, it was very nice, very like easygoing. Um, like my cousins were my age, and my, like, and uh, the bride's son was like. 20 so anyways i was i think it was like 27 anyways so the first night all of us younger kids we all got drunk we all went to someone new someone at the party had like knew someone who lived like a couple cabins away so we all just sort of packed up we went there just the young ones and i we all just got fucking loaded i don't remember coming back but i remember waking up in my bunk bed (laughs) because the thing with the chateau it was huge like they had like a pent like a little like penthouse like almost like a what's the thing called fuck it's not like an enclosed room but you can take the stairs up and there'd be like a sleeping area 
A loft, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there was like a loft and some people were sleeping up there. There was a couple rooms. Um, a cousin and my and I were staying in a room that had like two bunk beds. We slept on separate bunk beds, but um and then my cousin, my other cousin and her fiance um also slept in a room with different bunk beds. Anyways, it, it was huge. And then um so a large majority of the wedding party stayed in that bunk in that cabin, but then the bridegroom had their own cabin. And then um the my mom shared a cabin with the mother of the bride. Um anyways, so a lot of us were staying in this huge chateau. We all like it was all great. We woke up. It's just basically drink fest. Woke up, drank. Throughout the whole ceremony, drink. It was lovely. <laughs> you know, the catering was good. They got a carrier. <laughs> yeah. We we set up the um the back of the main chateau with like canopies and stuff like that. We made it look all really nice. It was it was a nice ceremony. It ended quickly and then we all just got drunk. And um the black sheep uncle, he um he was told specifically not to drink because I think a lot of people on my mom's side of the family, sometimes we don't handle our drink well. We Sometimes we do really stupid shit. So basically, um, this uncle, he, um, he, he started drinking. And then he's the sort of guy, like, tinfoil hat, hardly ever worked, just creepy. And he started going around and just being creepy. He um, started kind of bothering one of the, like, the bride's sons. One of his friends was a girl, started bothering her and all the shit. And then anyways, um, it, a fight I mean, was that's broke. the point of a wedding, though. A wedding, is, a wedding is a family reunion where half the people you can fuck, you know? <laughs> you got you to gotta shoot your shot. Yeah, I mean... So anyways, she was there with her boyfriend anyways. She was she was really nice. She was really shy, but she was like really, really nice. And anyways, um, so one of the other friends was like kind of, you know, saying stop or whatever. And then also this uncle, him and this guy, my uncle and this guy had like a beef that sort of started before this all started like something like that and then like everything this guy would say my uncle would be like and then my uncle who was getting married be like shut up like he would repeat it that way or he would just like contradict him or Uh, just contradict him like mock him and all that stuff okay yeah and then at first like it started getting really tense and then drunk me in my mind was like i've i've got to go to bed i i don't (laughs) like i'm out yeah (laughs) because Because we were inside, like, the guy was, like, kind of, like, oh, blah, 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 like, man, it's okay, but I'm getting a little mad and all this stuff, like, I'm just gonna leave it and just keep my space, and my, my uncle walks in, and then it was just sort of, like, that sort of situation where it was, like, super tense, and you knew, you knew a fight could break out, so I was, like, I don't want to stay awake for this, and so I went in my, went in my room, and I went to bed, and my mom, bless her, like, her and the bride's mom, they, they just left earlier on. So my mom had no idea this is happening, but 
it boils down to a point where they had a nice time as far as yeah, they, they had, they, the wedding was great yeah <laughs> they, had a, they had a nice time my mom was like i'm I, i'm you know what i've had my i had my drinks i'm going to bed i'm you know she my mom had like a nice time but um so anyways it's a bit of a long story but um it boils down to the point where um i was asleep and then i guess while i was sleeping two things happened my uncle got in a fight with the uncles getting married and they sort of like kick him out they're like you're just go sleep it off whatever and then so he storms off, but my cousin who was there, she had her her car keys on the counter. So my drunk uncle took, stole the car and left drunk. So he drove drunk. And then we were like, the next morning, we're like, so also, <laughs> like we, we woke up. I was woken up through the night because my drunk uncle, my uncle was getting married. He's like, wake up! And I'm like, what the fuck? It's like two in the morning. So, and you I wanted I you to wake up? Yeah. It's, just, it's like, no, I need you to back me up. No, no, <laughs> this no. This is a tag team match, Gabby, you're in. <laughs> no, I when I woke up, he was gone. Like, the drug thing, he was gone, and I was like, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> That's weird. So, drank, then we all went to bed, and then we woke up, like, that's when we actually like sobered up. We knew that the car was gone. Yeah. And then, so that was nice. And my poor cousin was like, my car. Did he crash it? Like he got yeah. where he was going, like, or he did well, crash it. Well, and then like the next couple of days, like we haven't heard from him. And then, oh, no. so my uncle who got married, he's a, he's a, he's an ex RCMP. So, um, he, like the next couple of days, like um, my uncle uh, got a call from one of his cop buddies and being like, um, so we found this car in a ditch. It's kind of totaled. And the, you know, like you, like he reported the car being gone. And he goes like, this is the car. No sign of my uncle. This is like way backwards, Nova Scotia. So apparently what my uncle did is when he crashed the fucking car, he hitchhiked. He miraculously didn't die, but he ended up just sort of back to his place and like uh, near Peggy's Cove. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I feel bad for whoever picked him up. Just like some old hippies like, I'm going to pay it forward today. And it's him like, and then I punched my brother and I <laughs> stole my nephew's car. And he's just like, Oh fuck! <laughs> you know, car I just gotta get. I just gotta get a cat. Piggy's go. Piggy's go. Just gotta yeah. get. Yeah. So like, anyways, my mom. Of course, my mom was felt awful because she was like, like he's he's my brother. Like I don't. We don't know where he is, and we're all like sort of gathering as a family, being like, this could be like a serious moment where we're just like, <laughs> are we gonna have to deal with a death in the family? But no, he was fine. He was fine. He was just holed up in his in his apartment because he knew that my uncle would be so fucking pissed and we all were so mad we were mad as fuck and it was just like it yeah and i think the sort of like role like the sort of like 
moral of the story is don't invite the Hill family to your wedding. <laughs> so how about, how about you, Nathan? Any wild wedding or at least silly things? You yeah, know, I don't yeah. know if even my stories about my wedding are that. Like, <laughs> it's awkward, but it's not stealing a car level. <laughs> no. Well, I, I've just kind of gotten out of the phase of a lot of my friends getting married. So I've, I've gotten mm. to go to a lot of weddings over the last, like, three or four years between family and, and friends and stuff. Mm. And it, it sucks now because I actually really like weddings. I think they're yeah, super yeah. fun. Yeah, well, they're just like a fun party. You get dressed up. You know, I agree. if you're, I, if you're just totally invited, agreement. like if you're not in the wedding party. That's the best because you, yeah. you're not responsible for anything. You just bring a nice gift. You you drink as much as is on offer and, and you're golden. But uh, the last wedding I went to was out in Cape Breton. Oh, and, uh, Cape yeah. Breton went there, but <laughs> Yeah, it was in New Waterford uh, for anyone in the know. And uh, it was a couple of our friends who are from Cape Breton and they're kind of high school sweethearts. And they've they've been together for, I think, huh. 10 years or more. That That's must be nice. more. And yeah, yeah. So they're 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 great, and they're both from New Waterford. And we arrive, <laughs> uh, get to the the wedding, which is at the the local Lions Club. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting with As you do, yeah, yeah. We're sitting with a couple yeah. other of our friends who uh, gave us a drive up, and and we kind of like we met the friends who were getting married through them. So mm-hmm. we all yeah took a seat together. And I'm sitting across from my buddy, Tony, and he's, you know, just kind of looking around the room and all of a sudden there's this gleam in his eyes, this sparkle. Like he's, <laughs> he's just, he's just come to Jesus. Like oh he's just God. seen the most incredible thing. And I'm, I'm looking at him and he's like, his g- legitimately jaw dropped. And he's just like, who is that magnificent man? And I turn around and there is, and it, before we knew who he was, we called him Dollar Store Steven Seagal because he was uh, five foot five ish, um, like shoe polish, bl- you know, uh, hair and um, just, yeah, black hair, like the black goatee, the the Steven Seagal pot belly uh, dressed all in black and in gold chains. And it. It was, he was he was magnificent. And we learn about five minutes later, it's the father of the uh, <laughs> of, of uh, the groom, and his name is Chipper. I love and it. He was the the most incredible person that we were scared to meet, <laughs> uh, because uh, the the groom then regaled us with stories from his youth, as well as uh, his wedding present to them which I believe was like four or $500 worth of some like meats that fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> back of the and, truck. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and the, the groom is just like, yeah, no, he, I, I know he stole that. Stolen meat of all things. Um, what? And, it's like, it's both like the trashiest, but also the most like mobster thing. Oh and, yeah! Like, oh yeah! Ste- like that, that happens. Bunch in, of these that, meats. that happens in the Irishman. He's like <laughs> yeah. they're stealing steaks at the fucking back of the van. Do you know how expensive steaks are? For you? <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah, I yeah. fucking take them steaks right now. There, but you know, I would. 
Yeah, so we had he left such an indelible mark. We we actually contrived a reason to get him to take a picture with us before I, the end of the the wedding. Yeah. Uh, Do you know it, where this picture is? Because I oh yeah, I still still picture. have it. I will I will send yes, it to you guys. Please. Oh my and, god. And yeah, he looks so like confused and annoyed in the picture because we just kind of roped him into <laughs> this. But uh, yeah, but some of the stories he told uh, that about just the the things that his dad had done and you're just like oh you're God. just sitting there nodding like mm-hmm, yes i see that i see that yeah uh like but a yeah canadian joe dirt like, oh just my a, God. Just yeah. a saga yeah. incredible <laughs> yeah. incredible multiple you know uh stints overnight with the rcmp you know always a person of interest in new waterford <laughs> uh so that was He's that a, was yeah can yeah. he can he be hired to do like cameos at weddings Oh, I'm I'm sure he could. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. sure if you, <laughs> I'm sure we could pay him to do pretty much anything. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's only the amount of zeros <laughs> that is in question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was a great one. The only other one I'll mention is um, the the friends that we went to this most recent wedding with. Their wedding, they had the most tragic string of luck for their wedding because oh. it was originally it was scheduled for spring of 2020. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, COVID. And then they, so they rescheduled it, luckily. And they were like, okay, we'll move it a year. And I think it, their their next wedding date fell like a week after the Delta or Omicron variant got really, really big <laughs> and everything shut down again. Like it was in the start of another lockout. Yeah. Um. So they were just like, okay, well, to hell with it. We're gonna just have a, small wedding, you know, with whatever, whatever the rules were like 10 people or, or something. Right. So they just had their, their close family and, but they're like, we'll have a big reception at the, like in the fall once, once we're finally out of this. And, uh, so they did, they, they rented, I don't know if you guys have been to Hatfield farms, but it's, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that kind of like weird heritage village thing they have. They, they rented out that uh, one of their, uh, haunted mace, mace. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So they, they, it was really nice. They there was a big lodge, and it was all done up really, really well. And so it was finally like, oh yeah, they're gonna have this this great reception, and I'll make up for all the the crap around their wedding. And towards the end of the night, uh, the the groom's mother slips uh, by. They have like these big bonfires. Uh-huh. And actually fell into <gasps> the fire. Oh, and my God. Everything shut down real fast. And it was just like, it was the worst. Like, they were cursed. They were absolutely cursed. And this is a couple, too, that has tried to take multiple vacations, like, overseas. And, like, either someone will get COVID or there'll be, like, some weather event. They only, they had been together for, like, five years. The first trip they took together outside of the country was like this past year it was yeah. wild they they could not catch a break um but yeah they i've got all sorts of stories about them they they have literally angered some kind of god i think <laughs> but uh yeah yeah no, those are my wedding stories not totally crazy but some weird mm. stuff josh main event yeah title card <laughs> i don't all yeah right. i don't know maybe gabby should have went last i don't know if it is gonna <laughs> really? be really it's than crazier that. than that um uh yeah, uh, I think yeah, just where someone's with someone stealing a car and stuff. I'm like, yeah, nothing like that happened. But I'm trying to think, and 
it's like my friggin' pickled brain was like picking up on the other times I have been to weddings. I went to a wedding in Newfoundland that was like family of my ex-wife. Mm. Um, I, I went to my grandfather's third wedding. He got married four times. My dad eventually got married to the woman he had been with for a while because my parents were never married. And my grand when my uncle was coming over, he's like, What what are you going to PEI? My grandfather's like, What are you going to PEI for? And he's like, Brooks is getting married. He's like, What? What's what's Brooks getting married for? And he was like, I don't know, Dad. You've been married four times. You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Which I thought was funny. Uh, Just something that I remembered. But yeah, with mine, I mean, the craziness starts with us doing our bachelor and bachelorette parties. Because I was like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Just, you know, if you're with your friends, so I'm not worried about it. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go get crazy. She got drunk on the booze cruise. That was what they started with. They had a hotel rented downtown. She got drunk on the booze cruise which ended at like 930 and she was already throwing up and was done. And like everybody else is like sober sitting around the hotel, like, well, guess it's time to go like playing like the dick ring toss, just listening to her throw up in the bathroom. (laughs) So, so that happened. And then of course, when my bachelor party turned out to be fucking awesome, uh, she did not like that. So that caused like a whole bunch of problems and a huge rip. What'd you do for your bachelor party? Oh, what didn't I do? Like, so much. I remember, like, because I, like, invited, like, I, like, told my dad he could come. And, like, there were some other, like, kind of older guys that were there. And once they got to the hotel room with us and we were, I was, like, I, like, crushed up Molly and cocaine into the same line and snorted it. And they were just, like, I think we're done. I think we're out. Like, we're good. I'll see you kids later. (laughs) So, you know, and, like, just ended, yeah, just bar hopped. Uh... And some other things. I don't know how graphic we want to get. <laughs> like, uh, like, keep it <laughs> not NC seventeen, but keep it. I don't know R. Um. Well, we were we like had threesomes and we were like poly people, just so it's out there that I wasn't like just openly cheating on my my soon to be wife. Yeah. But did hook up with people that showed up at the party, and then there was like. I think my friend, like there was like two girls who that this guy, one of my friends had brought with him. They bailed on him in the elevator because he lost the cocaine. And so he was like freaking out, trying to find it while I was with another girl, like in the same room. That's how fucked up we were. So it was just a nonsense debaucherous one room. He did find it later. It was in his wallet, which was hilarious. And then we did a bunch of cocaine again. <laughs> um, oh. So, yeah, so that was all crazy. Um, were you going to say something? Yeah, because... I'm trying to think of, like, because whenever I think of, like, bachelor parties, I think of strip clubs. And we can get into I wasn't, this. I, yeah, I wasn't interested because Ralph's was open at the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I wasn't interested in going because I'm just, you're, you're paying to see boobs. And I was like, I don't know. We have drugs. I think we can get that done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think yeah. I think that's in our sights. I think yeah. we're fine, you know. Um, so yeah, I wasn't ever interested in strip clubs. The only time I did go to a strip club was uh, when Ralph's was closing. I had an ex-girlfriend who wanted to dance, uh, mm. the last night cause it was amateur night for the last two nights. So she went and she danced and made a bunch of money. <laughs> I yeah. went, she invited all of her friends from work. She was working. <laughs> she, she, well, they were like, it was like a clinic. It's like all women like and stuff. They all knew each other. So she was like, yeah, you guys could all come. And they all and they all like brought their like weird boyfriends and stuff. And they were, I, I, I felt like they couldn't look me in the eye like I was weird. I thought I was like, I don't 
give a shit. No, <laughs> like, I mean, it's like everyone's seen a pair of boobs before. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, like uh, I get it, but like if you work in like in a clinic or like an office, I don't think I mm. invite those people to go see me strip in a. They were all club. very supportive women, apparently. That's good. That's good. I would ask them not <laughs> to bring Women supporting women. <laughs> yeah. You know, women supporting women. I love it. I love it. But yeah, yeah it's. <laughs> I don't, a lot? I don't, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. In a corporate environment, it just doesn't seem like it'd fit. Want to know what the best part of it is? What? Uh, her aunt and uncle run that clinic. So that's their boss's niece. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> do they do they think they, they they feel obligated to go? Uh no, they were friends. Like mm-hmm. I'd met them before and they they seemed they were all chilled like excited for mm-hmm. her, basically, kind of thing. So I don't I think, yeah, I think they were just into it for some reason. But anyway, uh Yeah, continue on. <laughs> so with your my wedding, wedding actual wedding day was at the St. Mary's Boat Club, mm-hmm. uh, which so both the wedding and the reception were just in the same spot, so nobody had to go anywhere. And once, like, the drinking started, it was just off the fucking rails. Like, it was, you couldn't get any, like, you couldn't keep anyone's attention for any amount of time. I remember even the DJ was drunk, and I was like, and it was, we knew him, he was a friend of ours, but he was drunk too, and it was just like, that dude, you're daylight out in the summertime, you're fucked up. <laughs> um, there was a guy that worked for the St. Mary's Boat Club where he was a... Sh- you know, guy who was shorter than me, older guy. And he was just like, I'm just here to make sure you follow the rules and stuff. I work for the, I'm the only book club employee that's here. I just make sure you follow the rules. And I saw him then when he told me that. And the only other time that I saw him was when he came up to me and he said, look, you got to stop them from taking the full wine bottles onto the dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) And then he disappeared into an office and never came back out because the party was also encompassing and spilling out into the parking lot because tons of people, we were just inviting people. We were just like, yeah, once dinner's over, I don't give a fuck. It's a cash bar. You can come buy this liquor if you want. So people like so many tailgates broke out in the parking lot of people spreading around. There was a playground nearby that people went and had sex in. Oh my God. Uh, people plural too. It was just one couple went and had sex in a nearby empty playground. And this is all in the South end of Halifax, which is which where is like, the rich people yeah, live. Yeah, it's the richest part. One of the most richest part in like central Halifax. It's like a bunch of million and billionaires just being like. Yeah, just all places down on the water. And yeah. Like, it's, so it was a lot of that of just like, yeah, getting crazy and fucked up until 12. And then we had a and then for people at a hotel room. So then we were at the Atlantica and then we got kicked out of the Atlantica, uh, ended up at a hotel room that we had downtown, uh, almost got into a physical fight with uh, a guy she would end up seeing after we split uh, and did uh, kind of get into a physical fight with my best friend at the time. And then we had an argument about it and cried in the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> the amount um, of crying that goes in like bathrooms is insane when you go. Oh, yeah. So eventually everybody left and we crashed the night. I don't think we had sex on our wedding night, but we were up all night anyway. So, you know, the morning, like f- six hours later during the morning, basically counts (laughs) i just needed a quick nap in between but we had forgotten so much 
in the morning because we basically we're still like drunk that day had to go to like her mom's place and like open cards and hang out with like a smaller group of family yeah just i just like i had to keep it going there was a huge box of corona there and i was like nah i the hangover ain't starting now we're just gonna go right through yeah uh, my buddy mitchell found out he's really good at playing the theremin there was a theremin there because uh, it was her mom or her mom's boyfriend is like a local musician kind of personality. He had tons of old instruments and weird stuff, nice. and oscilloscopes, and did old, you know, OG yeah. analog kind of electric electronic music. Um, but yeah, he brought out the the theremin, and my buddy Mitchell found out he's really good at playing. <laughs> well, this is the same guy who just on on a whim bought a harp so that he could learn to play it and he did and i was playing games with him one day just like over the headset and he he was i was rolling a joint so we were taking a break in between like matches and he just started playing zelda songs on a fucking harp oh, <laughs> damn like, oh he god. just decided to learn this like he just did it he was like yeah just did it oh my god um, drives around on a motorcycle plays the harp so yeah so for weeks on end after that i i just heard nothing but oh i was at your wedding and i was like were you <laughs> were you at my That's wedding cool. honestly i don't remember <laughs> yeah i don't remember you being yeah. there I, just, I mean some of them i didn't even end up talking to i'm going off um some of them i didn't even end up talking to or seeing and then yeah all the stuff i just couldn't remember it was insanity yeah. and then we were married for less than a year we were together for six years total but yeah we were married for less than a year mm. i think like sometimes like with that extra bit of marriage like it's kind of just i think adds... we both like got like she was a couple years older than me we both got into the late 20 the mid to late 20s and and yeah our brains turned on fully and it was like wow we were better drinking buddies weren't we yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No. we had no business being in a long-term relationship we're stupid <laughs> yeah so honestly um i'm like afraid of commitment <laughs> so my mom always says this she says like my ideal partner is a pen pal <laughs> Which is fucking correct. Uh, because are you ready? Are you ready to be my long term, my 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 short term, long distance, low commitment girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, like I, I just, you know, I, there are times I'm like, I'd love to have a relationship, man. I'd love to spend like the rest of my life with this person. But my, I call him my godfather, even though I'm just never baptized. Um. But he's been a family friend since, I guess, before I was born. So I call him my godfather. This but... sounds like you're trying to cover up that you're in you know, a mob family. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Put, No, I am actually in the mob family. So we call him godfather, but like I wasn't like baptized. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, I wouldn't yeah. say like, yeah. you can ask him for a favor on his daughter's wedding day. <laughs> you could, now. you could. But uh, he's uh, him and his partner. They they both like. They have like a house in St. John's where his partner is a doctor. Like they're they're both doctors. They're so mm-hmm. fucking rich. Anyways. Um they they have like this relationship where they're they're in a beautiful, like lovely, like committed relationship with each other. They just recently got married, but they've been together for decades. And they just they see each other when they see each other. Like one works in St. John, one worked here, but now he's retired and they just sometimes we'll see each other. They'll travel a lot together. And, and I was like, that's fucking beautiful. Like with <laughs> Tim Burton and Helena Bohan Carter, I need my space. 
Like, well, I think they're divorced now, so they yeah. have all the space they need. Yeah, but at the time, they <laughs> lived in separate houses. I know houses. what you mean. They yeah. used to have the house with the connected hallway, which uh, I, I'm pretty into. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and even with my girlfriend now, we know we still would. We need to have separate places. Like, she's living with me now in a very small apartment just because of housing prices things. Man. Like, you know, because yeah. she uh, she pays for her studio for her work. So she has rent on a studio and had rent on an apartment. So it's not like she can't afford something. It's just, you know, it's how crazy the prices of it's crazy for mm. something that is one room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. But I don't know. It's I'm actually this October, I'm going to like a wedding. I haven't, besides, like, family, I haven't really been to a lot of, like, friends' weddings. Mm. So they're getting married. They're actually getting married at the St. Mary's Boat Club. There you go. A lot of people do. Uh, yeah, a lot of people <laughs> not do. Not a curse. Not a curse. No. <laughs> no. A lot of people do it. Um, yeah. It's but, a de- yeah, it's a decent spot. It's fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've, I, it's, it comes to the age-old thing where I'm looking at my closet, and it's 90% sweatpants. Oh yeah. If I had yeah, if I had to go to a nice function tomorrow, I'd have to go buy clothes right now. Yeah. I don't think I have just a, a I maybe have a black shirt. Yeah. But that's it. Like boy, yeah. black shirt, jeans. Some of my cutoff jeans and my <laughs> shirts. Oh no. It's yeah. like, you know, like yeah. I don't know. Like like Adam Sandler got dressed up with yeah. looking shit. But I think yeah, like I out of the three of us, I, I'd like to think Nathan has the nicest closet. He does. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's not even a debate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have quite a collection of dress shirts and yeah. a couple pairs of dress pants and a blazer and a vest and yeah. some stuff. I love but, it. Yeah, it's, it's such variety. Every yeah. time I see you, I don't think I've seen it twice, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, nothing, uh, I, nothing I have is particularly new, but when I find things that fit well, I'll buy like three similar styles to them right like it's it's always that kind of thing i don't buy clothes yeah. often but um yeah i do the same but with flannel shirts <laughs> I, just have, I just end yeah. up with a variety of flannel shirts yeah i i buy a lot of graphic tees oh same yeah, yeah no. and <laughs> i'm like something where if i like something I'll, I'll buy it and stuff like this but sometimes i'll have like fashion moments where i buy something and i think i'm gonna wear it and be like this is great i can start building my wardrobe off of this and I never do. And I'm just wearing like sweatpants <laughs> and graphic tees all over the fucking place. So yeah, I'm really bad at that. So that means uh, we need to have a shopping episode where, <laughs> especially with the video component where we show off our new fit. Yeah. To, to do a fashion show. Gabby's haul <laughs> episode. Yeah, I'm into it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Get extra cameras. Yeah. Like a multi-camera <laughs> setup. It's like, I just got a six pack. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I got a six pack and a yeah, pair of yeah. socks. That's it. And then just drink on camera in silence. <laughs> yeah. Just, like you're watching something, but it's off screen. It's just yeah. in silence drinking with the glow of the TV on you. That is yeah, the most also, Nova Scotian hall of all time. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 Also, I'm going to grab beer. So. Yep. Cut. I think we'll keep it. We can keep it rip running. Yeah. We'll be back. Um, oh, what was I going to say? I guess I just, I do want to get invited to more weddings. That's Martha, a person who works in our industry and who was in our class with us. Uh, she was 
as she was just she put out the open offer she was like look if anybody's got a plus one i i'll i just want to go to a wedding <laughs> and I, was like, I get it i i want that too <laughs> i also i in this form cannot just be like hey if you want to go to a wedding <laughs> bring me yeah i'll be your friend at a wedding <laughs> like i don't people don't aren't gonna buy that shit yeah. <laughs> martha looks uh lovely so <laughs> she looks like a person you'd want to take places <laughs> yeah Mar- martha can do that not a lot yeah. of people can i don't think <clears throat> yeah it's it's fun. I, I really am sad now that I am out of the I'm basically out of friends who have to get married and family members. My friends are just not like that. I was the only one of my friends really that got married. I've reconnected with people that had gotten married during mm. the time we maybe weren't friends or didn't know each other as well or something and and stuff. So like I've, I've kind of know married people. But yeah, I've only been around of, of my of friend groups. I've really only been around for my own wedding. <laughs> um. So one thing I'll mention just uh, it crossed my mind, and especially since we're we're all kind of audio and video producers in these parts at uh, the wedding in Cape Breton, the DJ there had uh, not you, you would expect, right? Like your your DJ probably even at your wedding had like a MacBook and, and you know, speakers and that kind of thing, maybe a record like a turntable, that type of thing. I would yeah, guess he had he had uh, like an audio board. And yeah, yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, had, they, had, they had a whole setup. Yeah, yeah. The the one in Cape Breton, he had a uh, he had a nice pair of speakers. Uh, he had a cassette and CD deck, and he had a, another table right beside it, with I have to think four or five hundred CDs on it, and that was his setup. That's it was amazing. the greatest thing in the world. We actually ended up. I, I felt bad too because uh, the the bride she had she had just rep- like she had requested a bunch of music as you know you do at your wedding, mm-hmm. and she wasn't even particularly you know uh, picky about it. She was just like, oh yeah, like try to play like these types of things and definitely don't play country because she doesn't oh. like country. What? And eighty oh, percent of the music that this dude played that he put in his cd player was was country and <laughs> it was it was infuriating because i could see it on like i could see how much it was bothering her and uh, we actually ended up she ended up basically like kicking him out and hooking up her uh, spotify like on her iphone to the speakers <laughs> oh my god she had like a wedding mix that that she played but yeah it was Holy it was shit. rough that it is crazy that's like something out of a movie that is yeah. wild like that is yeah. so well, I yeah, w- that's like a wedding singer moment in that movie, yeah. Wedding Singer. It's like that seems like something from that. It's yeah. so ridiculous. I went up to to just check out because you know I'm always interested in that. I, I work mainly in audio, so I, I went up and I, I I wanted to see what his setup was, and I looked at it, and then I just kept looking at it because I was like, this isn't what like it would have been. It would have been out of place in two thousand and like five or six, let alone you. Know, this was last october so about a year ago that's oh, just yeah. where his knowledge cut off he <laughs> yeah. couldn't evolve he couldn't evolve no. beyond that so he was yeah. like look it ain't it ain't broke it works yep yeah. it's funny i've come across i've i've come across somebody who is like hooked on older stuff that they don't upgrade anything at all but i have now worked with a few people in this industry that had older stuff around that they were still using uh that was i was amazed that it functioned in this day and age yeah there was one thing when i I had to work a bunch of graduation ceremonies that's right the summer 
for for NSCC and and also did a few for uh, Acadia as well. Uh, and when we went out to Acadia, we also had to do a we had to do fucking uh, church service because it was like Sunday or whatever. So mm-hmm. there was also a church service service that we had to go up and do a multi camera like setup and microphones for. And the guy working there, his name's Chuck, and he's been in the business for like 45 years. And he had this thing that was like a like fucking crazy, like like shit that bad guys have in movies of like a suitcase thing that opens up (laughs) on the screen. Like so it was a multi view screen in like this giant old fucking. I love that. So edge like like a giant Nintendo looking fucking thing, like opened up, had a screen keep built in keyboard. And shit, and he had it like hooked into the multicam, and like he was like, "Man, there's even like graphics on here, and it's like fucking like word art, like you know, like fucking old PowerPoint shit is on it." I was like, "This is amazing! I love this thing to pieces." How? Uh, But it worked really well. I mean, we got the the cameras were not that old. Mm. The cameras they might be like ten years Mm. old, but they were Black Magic Ursas. They're they're people that don't know it's a large camera. Yeah, it's it's a news a news level camera mm-hmm. and they were running it through this fucking thing from like 95 oh my god it's wild so i've seen so there's been stuff like that where i've seen stuff like that in action but it's the, i haven't met the person that's like no this is this was peak society <laughs> <laughs> i haven't, I haven't encountered that guy yet yeah i haven't encountered someone who's like this is peak society i mean when i was working at global uh i asked buddy there i was like okay how do i get stuff off the beta cam if i want if we want to put it into a thing now and he was like oh man i'm so excited to tell you this <laughs> like it was like so pumped we like when i like picked out the news from my birthday and like we like uh, put it in and it was like some horrific murder trial that was like ongoing for weeks in halifax <laughs> i was like yes we like cut that out of it but he was like showing me how and Another guy walked by and he was like, oh, I'm showing the young guy how to use this. And I was like, I'm 33. Like, I don't think he realized how yeah. old I was. But I was like, also, I have a VHS tattooed on my arm. When did you think I wasn't going to ask you? How to do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he had a he has a VCR from the Department of Defense. It was a Department of Defense, like, like super expensive VCR because it was just running all day. And it's works amazingly. It was like it's like a $15,000 VCR that he has now that looks it's in great shape. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. So, we've done about forty minutes on weddings, and then another okay. minute it's on the wedding uh, episode. Yeah, it is. It it's is the wedding episode. We we uh, did promise yeah. it. Uh, we did. <laughs> yeah. What what uh, what what have we been watching? Sheesh. Forty thousand channels, and only a hundred and fifty of them have anything good on. Okay. Weddings. What <laughs> weddings? <laughs> weddings. Um. I've been say yes to the dress. No, honestly, like I've seen a couple episodes of say yes to the dress and every single time I feel so bad for the bride because they'll bring their, their mother-in-law to be mother-in-law. They'll bring their mother. Oh yeah. There's always somebody that's like the the jealous best friend, (laughs) the ex-girlfriend of the groom, the cousins, catty friends. And it was just like, I could never, man. I'm, if you, yeah. If, if you're bringing the ex girlfriend of the groom, I mean that's on you, right? Like, I I, like I, she's got a free pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's don't do that. Yeah, but besides that, uh, oh, um, I've been watch, rewatching uh, the Terror season one. 
So for the past co- like past week, I've been sort of going down like this history rabbit hole. Um, so if people don't know about the terror, the terror is based off of a like fictional horror book uh, by Dan Simmons, I think his name is. Let me just double check. Uh, Dan. They get like lost, like trying to explore the Arctic or something, don't they? Yeah, well, it's based off of the so. It's based off a book based off the, um, the, you know, the fated Franklin expedition. So it's basically about like these two, um, repurposed, uh, British battleships trying to find the, the, uh, Northwest Passage so they can start a new trade route, uh, from England to, um, India and China and so, you know, they can boost the British economy. But unfortunately, hubris has gotten the best of them because they're just like, we've got these brand new, like these new repurposed ships, like they're battleships. They have like a reinforced hull. They've like, they we now have like central heating because we fit it with a furnace. Uh, we've got like three years worth of provisions. What can go wrong? Um, and then nature was just like, yeah, yeah, you're done. <laughs> you're done. So when I first watched it, I was like, I binged it within like a day. And I spent most of last night watching it, <laughs> rewatching it. It's a really, really good historical um, TV show, even though it took like a lot of liberally, like supernatural liberties with um, one of the aspects, which is basically it took like this bear spirit called Tudbak and related it back to the Inuit um, people. Please correct me if I say if if it's Inuk or if it's Inuit, please correct me. Um, But it just, it, it deals with like a lot of like, sense of imperialism especially in the british officers and they're just like ah, what can go wrong we're we're the british empire nothing can stop us yeah and then Born you have under the sun of the british empire you're you're impervious yeah everything belongs to you yeah so but <laughs> then heard we... of india you will <laughs> yeah so it takes takes place on like two boats the um, hmcs Erebus and the hmcs terror and has uh, Jared Harris, which is an amazing Irish actor. He's great in everything. He was in Chernobyl, like another really great TV show, historical TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think of, I was like, I know who that is. Yeah, he was he was one of the bad guys in the first season of Fringe. Yeah. Uh, if anyone remembers that kind of X-Files-y show that I Fox did for several years. I, I love Fringe. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Oh, he, oh, he's in Resident Evil 2. That's it. He was also in Morbius. That Jared. Was he Mor- I didn't see Morbius. I'm not surprised. He's a working actor. That seems like a, a movie he would be in. Yeah. So yeah, and then it has like a bunch of other like really great like British actors like uh, Kieran Hines, who was in Game of Thrones. Um. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Jesus Christ. Oh God. Uh, he now was. That looks like Javier Bardem, but isn't. No. No. Um, is that guy in the show? Do you guys know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, I might have. 
I, I don't want to turn it into a research session, but I might have to try. I might try to look it up or remember that yeah. guy's name. Um, or something he's in so that I can just quickly look it up. Yeah, it's um, Jesus. It also had Tobias Menzies. That's the guy who I was trying to think of. He was in The Crown, also in Game of Thrones, other HBO shit, um, and a, some other more people as well. And it's it's really because you watch it and you get like a little bit attached to some of these characters. Some of them you're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, obviously, like with Kieran Hines character, he's just like, happy. No, yeah, Kieran Hines. Isn't yeah. that who I'm talking about? He kind of looks like Javier Bardem, but isn't him. If Javier Bardem... Is this just me? Is it just me? <laughs> I think it's just this? you, because I, I can sort of see if like, Javier Bardem was like born in um, Britain or and was also stretched. Like, he's made out of Play-Doh and just like, fucking stretched. Him out. Yeah. And anyways, his character, he's just like, we're the great British Navy, you know, like this is like my expedition. It's great. Make sure like, you know, it's, it's all going to work out. We're going to find this like the Northeast passage. We are going to make it across and we hailed as heroes. Mm -mm. No, because like this, <laughs> like this sparse, like polar bear spirit and also the elements just kind of just, be like no fucking shut up yeah how supernatural does it does it get like I, am i am i going to are we getting like hints of of what this bear spirit is doing or is this bear spirit like tearing its way onto one of the ships and like fucking dudes up like how what um, what levels a of, of it, a lot of it not towards the end you actually see a rip apart sailors but it's a lot of like ripped ripped off screen it's okay, a lot okay. of off-screen skills kills, but it's also like there's some kills that are just like one guy actually like one of the one of the doctors on the ships like sets himself on fire. Cool. And then the people, some people do get shot, some people get stabbed and stuff like that. It's it's you yeah. also see people like succumb to all these things, and like you're just like if I said this last night, um because the Sir Franklin, based off the historical explorer Sir Franklin, he had like I think two other expeditions, and failed. He went to the Arctic before, but he was on land, and basically him and his um, crew lived off of lichen, which is like this moss that you find like up in colder climates, and they lived off that and leather, and then a lot of their crew died. But it was just like, if I was a sailor and there's like you want to go on this boat. You're sailing across the Arctic. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I think England. You don't cold. want to go to the final frontier, Gabby? No, <laughs> it's the final frontier. No. no, because if I end up, if okay, if I'm on like a, if I know that the captain is gonna make good decisions, like the captain who has like had <laughs> successful expeditions, versus that of like captain who's like got his men like killed because he's he just could he contain his own hubris i'd be like no i'm good i'm good yeah. i'm good on england you know it's fine <laughs> it's fine i have no teeth yeah. and um, i'm eating gray stuff yeah I, th I think if anyone offers you the chance to become a sailor anywhere from the year 1400 to about 1900 you just just turn them down find some yeah. other profession i think yeah, my dad might even right. say till now because <laughs> he was in the navy <laughs> <laughs> he, was in, he was in the Queen's Navy. Oh. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And anything new that you're watching? Football. Football. So oh, much football. football. It's football season. How, it's how so the, good. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What's uh, I like the Bengals. How are the Bengals? Doing? Oh no, no, Josh. Of all <laughs> the things mad? you could have chosen, uh, yeah, they're they're zero and two to start the season. Joe Burrow mm. uh, is dealing with an injury from the off season. It looks like they brought him back too early. Now he might yeah. not play in the third game. They're in a tough division. It's it's not it's it's getting late early for the Bengals, unfortunately, uh, which sucks because I love but, the Bengals. I think they're great. Yeah, I I uh, the first time I didn't really get much into sports till now where I film it all the time. <laughs> um, but uh, I did try it out at one point because uh, a person I was working with, she was like, yeah, just I always get sports from these websites. So it was like, oh, yes, as a poor person, I can mm-hmm. just go somewhere where someone else is stealing it. And the, the gray area of me just, well, I'm just having to be walking by and looked at it like <laughs> it's there. Uh, so I, I watched a, a Bengals game and it was the last game of the playoffs so they weren't it didn't matter if they win it was all just for standing mm-hmm. and they played like it was fucking wwe wrestling like these guys were like tackling people that were like six feet jumping in the air and shit and i was like oh i love these guys these guys are nuts <laughs> so i've watched a bunch of bengals games since then because of that oh nice nice yeah they they were one of the uh super bowl favorites coming into this season but it's well they went so far last year yeah and that. it's like it's tough too because yeah it's a really talented team but if if Joe Burrow's out long term or or even short term, it's going to be it's going to be uphill for them. But uh, yeah, without turning this into a football podcast, which we should probably do anyway, uh, I, I it's honestly <laughs> mostly been all football for me. My Sundays yeah. are are kind of from two until late, uh, just various games. And I, I don't have a favorite football team. I made that mistake with hockey and I'm still paying for it. Oh, who's your favorite uh, hockey team? Who, who, who is your hockey team? Mine's the Ducks. Really? The Ducks. The yeah. Anaheim Ducks. Was oh, it? Yeah. Anaheim were you? Ducks. Did you grow up on the Mighty Ducks, like the movies? Oh yeah, of okay. course I did. Okay, I was like, how how does Josh love <clears throat> the hey, Ducks? It's, they, it's yeah, it's it's both that mm-hmm. and also because I don't know anything about hockey. So when I tell people that my favorite team are the Ducks, they usually just go okay and don't tell me more about whatever they wanted <laughs> to say about hockey. So <laughs> it's really kind of worked out well for me. But no, I like the Ducks. They're it's a fun, it's a fun mm-hmm. like uh, fan base. They all know it sucks. Oh that yeah, kind of thing. It's like they just they just want, like the hockey. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm a I'm a Leaf fan. Uh, Leafs. Yeah, well, born and born and raised in Southern Ontario. I think it's time for me to leave now. So <laughs> too much too much sports. <laughs> no, it's because he's a Leaf fan. Oh, oh, I see. No, I am. Well, because my dad's from Quebec, but uh, Canadians. Yeah. yeah, I figured there was no way if you if you even had a passing interest in hockey mm. that that it, you weren't going to be a Habs fan. Yeah, if um, I'm defending that my dad's and position, the Capitals. Oh, the, okay. I like the Caps. Yeah, yeah, mm. I like the Caps too. Um, I also liked what was it the Arizona Coyotes because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Fuck it, it's Arizona." I Is mean, that sure, a- that's a choice. Yeah, it's a choice you can make. It's a hockey team. They play out of a college arena right now and for the foreseeable future until maybe they get a arena built in Mm -hmm. Phoenix or they move to Houston or my personal choice. They move to Salt Lake City, which is also Uh, in the the, cards. Yeah. Would they be the Utah? Coyotes. Coyotes are everywhere. You're everywhere. It's got coyotes. 
the the Utah Mormons. I don't know. <laughs> the Utah magic underwear. <laughs> the Utah uh, we we live on planets in the afterlife. Utah Israelites. <laughs> also, oh. really good show. Um, under the banner banner of heaven, just chef's kiss. It's based off of actual another true, like it's based off a true crime um, scenario where um, this Mormon family was sort of praise in the Mormon community in in Utah, but uh, their sons just went down like this extremely like dark path mm. of ex- religious extremism extremism as Andrew Garfield yeah um oh, I like Andrew Garfield yeah he was really good in it and he you know it's really good oh, what have I been wa- well I watched Return of the Jedi last night on VHS free <laughs> uh free edit yeah I was gonna say that's free, the free, exact uh, VHS I had as a kid yeah yeah I want an older one. There's really nothing wrong with that one. It's mostly just like the sound is fixed. They cleaned it up a bit. Maybe changed the color of some lights and shit, which is weird. Have you if you look through the list of what George Lucas did to the original trilogy over the years to add and take stuff away, some of the choices are the most like superfluous thing because it'll between editions it'll be like the gut when it cuts over to the guys that are like fucking flipping the switches on the Death Star like powering up and firing he just changes the colors of the lights and a lot of the times they just go back and forth between the same two colors for a couple editions then land on red or something and i'm like what the fuck is that about it's crazy and obsessive though if you look through the actual list of differences because he's been doing it since the early 80s Didn't uh george they, they, when, sorry go ahead i was just gonna say when they released they re-released star wars episode four as episode four sometime around when the second one was going to come out. So when Empire Strikes Back, you know, like a couple months before, any print that was going to theaters to play a copy of Star Wars was going to have episode four, A New Hope on it. So like even that, he was editing stuff back then. But yeah, mm-hmm. what were you going to say? Well, wasn't there like, I can't remember what it was, but I just remember there like in the original <laughs> series, um, in the, I don't think it was in Cantina, but it was in another scene where there's like, oh Jabba's palace when they add the music video into the middle of the movie yeah where it has like this weird like yeah yeah that's that that's return it's return of the jedi yeah oh my god i i just remember like i remember like watching the original cut and then like i think i remember renting it because i was like oh we have star wars day whatever i went down a video difference picked up the star wars trilogy and i walked back and i was like what the fuck is this? <laughs> because like I was just watching like okay like, and then that weird. Had you like, not seen the the edited versions at that point? Basically, um. Well, my mom had this like the trilogy. I think in VHS, and we ended oh, up so you like probably that. had these ones that were released in the nineties. Yeah, that were like that were like oh we cleaned it up a bit, but this is what it looked like when it went to theaters more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you would have had that one. So yeah, so you. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is this, man? Yeah. yeah. I remember getting the, it was like the silver three VHS copy set that they released right before yeah. uh, the episode one came out. And then yep. that has. I see those around a lot. Yeah. I think those ones were like the first of the ones that were 
really altered, right? Because you had that mm-hmm. thing with Han Solo and Jabba in the first movie. Yes, that, um, those are all the, yeah, the, the 96, 95 theatrical releases with the, with the crazy Right, edits. I forgot more, that they were theatrical were, too. More edits yeah. were done after that, but the, that you're right, that is like the first time it was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, we're going to have to look it up, but if you had the silver tapes, I think you had full screen, you fucking Philistine. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I had it, two versions. The gold set that was the widescreen. Oh, was that it? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know and what I was going The gold set, uh, I think, uh, now, I could be wrong, but I wanted to make yeah. that joke anyway. That's fair. <laughs> I, had a, I had a, like our, uh, our television was from like 1989, so I'm yeah. I'm thinking that even even the widescreen wasn't going to look particularly great on <laughs> on what I was watching as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think probably because you push over to movies. What have oh, we yeah. been watching on the movies on the big screen? Yeah. Who gives a fuck about movies? Oh, I do have an actual movie. I didn't have an actual television show other than. NFL, but yeah, I do have I don't a movie. Think there's anything I've been watching, even the stuff that I need to catch up on, I haven't watched. Mm. So there's like I'm still behind on, <laughs> uh, like a lower decks. I think has new episodes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only Murders in the Building has new episodes out. Everything I was watching, I'm behind on. So yeah, I didn't really have anything to say TV wise. Uh, but yeah, uh, but um, yeah, yeah. movies. All right, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I'll. I'll start us off here uh i watched the glass onion uh d and i watched it during the hurricane the other day and uh which was nice because our, our power was out but we had enough power on the laptops and it's one nice. that i've been meaning to watch forever uh because i loved the first mm-hmm. of them uh knives, knives out. out knives out thank you yeah i um, i did too yeah i liked it a lot yeah and uh this one i enjoyed i think just as much it's a very different story but it's again, it's it's the who done it. You mm-hmm. still have to get used to Daniel Craig's ridiculous Southern drawl. Oh my I love god! It. It's yes. it's, I do oh, it's a choice. I feel like yeah. it's Such a little a like, stereotypical, like um, you know, like Southern lawyer. He's just mm-hmm. like with like a like a like little like he's dabbing his sweat. Oh, I do declare on the night <laughs> of the April twentieth, you were. <sighs> <laughs> what was the Looney Tune that had the Southern draw? Oh, Long was it Horn. Foghorn Leghorn? Yes, Long it was. Leghorn, Leghorn. Leghorn. Yeah, that's who he reminds me of every time I, I watch those movies. Um, the movies themselves are great, but yeah, I, I, I always get stuck up on on his. Um, I think they're making a third one, which is great. I uh, hope so. Yeah. yeah, I also too. It's like I love whodunits. Mm-hmm. Um, I love British whodunits, but this one was like a. I've seen The Glass Onion. I've seen Knives Out. It's like a really fun mm-hmm. um, sort of romp of mystery. Yeah, yeah. It's It doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think the first one did really either. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where I, mean, I, I don't... It's kind of the perfect American Sherlock. Yes. Like mm-hmm. or, or Poirot. Like, it's it's the American version oh. of those things. And it, and it works. <laughs> Where they've tried to do it before and it never really worked. I mm-hmm. feel like this is like they've got the formula right this time for for that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 And I, I think to bring this back to Star Wars, I think Rian Johnson is much, much better making these movies than he was making Star Wars <laughs> movies. If I... I haven't seen the recent Star Wars movies. You're not missing anything. They're, they're fine. They're about as bad as the prequels are. So <laughs> just for different reasons. That's how I look at it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, for both 
the prequels and the sequels, I think they have lots of great set pieces and things that are fun in them, but mm. like yeah. they just are kind of dumb also. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of yeah. And it really that's their only crime. Like I'm not this huge like hater. I I will wa I'll watch any Star Wars movie. I don't care which one you put on and I'll watch it without complaining, but there's stuff clearly to be talked about that like some of it's bad. Yeah. But I don't think that's I don't think that in of itself is bad. The way people talk about it where it's like, "Oh my god, Disney's ruining my childhood by releasing more Star Wars stuff." And well, I'm like, "Oh, who gives a fuck? I I'm a Star Trek fan." the the bad is some of the best parts yeah like I, the, that's the true fucking episode the episode where beverly crusher has sex with the candle ghost people hate that episode i put that episode on just for sport <laughs> the episode where they, the episode where they go warp 10 turn into salamanders and fuck i'll watch that any day of the week that's, <laughs> that's considered the worst episode ever that's Get josh's, on josh's level holy shit yeah that's I josh's that. uh super bowl yeah like, <laughs> i i I I like when Star Wars is bad because Star yeah. Wars is bad sometimes. Mm. Return of the Jedi is my favorite. That's usually people's least favorite of yeah. the original trilogy. Yeah. Although um, I do have to say Rogue One was a pretty decent Star Wars movie. Rogue One was good, but I fell asleep in theaters during it. Really? So I, I could have been really high. That might have been the problem. Mm. Uh, but I do like Rogue One. I fell asleep like only during a little bit. It was just the part where they go to the planet that her dad is on oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The, oh, rain, okay, the rain yeah. planet. I fell asleep during the rain planet and then everything else I was awake for because when I saw it, at home, I was like, oh, my God, I missed I missed so much. And then I saw I missed like, you know, two minutes <laughs> during, yeah. during this like incomprehensible action scene. I was like, oh, OK, I didn't actually miss yeah. anything. Yeah, that was a movie where I it's one of the few of the recent ones that I've seen. And I think I was just like ugh, throughout the whole thing until you got to the actual like final set piece, mm -hmm. the that kind of. Uh, tropical world where they have to do like the the heist and stuff and i thought that was all super well done but my big problem with the new star wars movies isn't so much any of the yeah like the social commentary stuff or any of the the complaining that most people do i just think they're too long for what yeah. they are <laughs> they're just too long yeah like i gave up series. after the second one the 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 big yeah. one the i can't even remember what it's called now but I, it was like Close to three hours, including a casino Rise of heist, is and like I was just hours. like, "What, what so, are yeah. you doing? Yeah. What the fuck they're are all we doing?" Like, they're all like two and a half hours. <laughs> I yeah. think the original trilogy are all two hours a piece. I'll yeah. tell you right now. Oh, okay, I, I feel like they're not even two hours. Two hours? Are they two? Two hours for two hours fourteen minutes. Okay. Yeah, the, I know for sure. Uh, a New Hope is two hours. I don't know how long Empire. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sometimes that fifteen minutes or thirty minutes does make a difference. Yeah. 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 And the funny thing is, when the original Star Wars came out, it was sort of a leaner adventure movie, because at the time you went you at the in the same decade, you would go see Towering Inferno. And it's like three hours and 10 minutes long. Like, it's all like mm -hmm. these epics that are like insane lengths. Yeah. Um, whereas it was it was almost a leaner slicker movie by being just two hours i don't <laughs> crazy to think i think it's something wrong with me because yeah. like there's movies that people absolutely rave about and i'm just like no it was too long it was it, like that like, will kill which, a movie like for ones? me because um, I, I love a long movie yeah. i'll watch i don't care if it's four hours long i'll watch the damn thing on that's i'll yeah. watch it on a sunday I don't the, the weird part is like i i love like I love shitty movies. I love bad movies. I love bad rom-coms. I love bad everything. Like I, I, I enjoy Same. movies that, that go total, so off the rails, yeah. but like it, you, you could give like, you could give me the choice between a three hour one swept the Oscars masterpiece. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, Oh, it's three hours though. Or you'd be like here. This is an hour and 45 minutes. It's garbage from 
start to finish. And I'll be like, mm, every time, every give me the garbage, just just put it in my veins. But I, I think it's weird because like um, into the, the latest Into the Spider Verse, people love yeah. that movie, love that movie. And again, like I saw it in theaters. It's visually, it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very well written. Chris, Lo- uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I sometimes I get their names mixed up. Um, they're awesome. They they write mm-hmm. really good dialogue. Really, it's a uh, but after two and a half hours or two hours and 45 minutes, you still can't finish that story and you have to leave, leave it on a cliffhanger for another probably two hours and 45 minute story. No, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with you. I, I can't. I cannot do it. Well, I, I will not do it. I, I found I I uh, I totally agree with you. It, it It's too long for for what they were doing. They got they did get greedy, mm-hmm. but I I, I was I did feel satisfied with the narrative that they told in the story. I did feel like there was some stuff that ended enough for me to be like, okay, the movie has ended and there's just a bit of a tag on for a sequel that we know will happen because the movie will make a billion fucking dollars. Yeah. Which that still bothers me. I hate when movies set up an obvious sequel that is like this or like it's, it literally needs the next one to keep going. It's like, fuck, like, you know, but, uh, but I, I, I agree. It's, it's too much. Like at times, like you could you could yeah trim a little bit of fat there there's yeah, a bit of, yeah. There's, a bit of, there's a bit of like gawking <laughs> at their own art in that movie i think yeah. so yeah. And, yeah and a lot of the movie is very good like it, uh, it i would say it's oh, it's two it's still terrific yeah, yeah it's but, it's two hours and i think it's two hours and 45 minutes mm. of which like two hours is mm. awesome and then there's yeah. like that 45 minutes where I was just like, I, uh. I think it, I think it could have been like 210, 215 mm-hmm. yeah. and then have a and then yeah. have a longer third movie. Yeah. And it would have been just as good. Yeah. Right. Well, but. Nathan, <clears throat> then you probably wouldn't have survived. So my friend and my friend Zach and I, we we love like we have like a shared love of cinema. And so we both watch like I think every year we make a spectacle out of this where we actually make like so this is uh the Soviet version of their adaptation of the War and Peace flick. Oh Jesus, okay. So <laughs> I think I've heard of this. Um so it's divided divided into four parts. One part one's like a <clears throat> 147 minutes. Um, one, two is a hundred minutes. Part three is eighty four, and then part four is like a hundred minutes. So overall, it's like four hundred thirty one minutes, and that's like a total of like seven hours. So that's a lot. Yeah. Comes that's over lot. in the <laughs> afternoon, and we just start. So we'll make Moscow mules, just crush a minute, or mini we'll make um. Like I think last time he he had like stuff to make martinis, so he had like pickled martinis because the pickles, you know, it's like Russian pickled stuff. Okay. <clears throat> sure, yeah. So we would just sit there and we would just watch it. It's just it's so cool, but I don't think you would last. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'm I'm sorry. I it's uh it it sounds like quite an adventure, mm-hmm. but. Uh, that is that is your adventure to go on. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The, the whole Soviet Union put their whole pussy into this. Okay. Whoa. They use like a bunch <laughs> of actual soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, in the funny. I know exactly what you mean when you say that, but I've not heard someone say that yet. So that is no, that was that was hilarious. brand new to I me. Love it. I love it. That is 
Yeah, but uh, but that's the thing. That's the language now. I've seen Drag Race. I know exactly what you meant. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. they the Soviet Union in like the sixties. They were in their cunt era. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I forgot. Yeah. Uh, just uh, you can finish up there, but just I will say I gotta at least say that I did go to see a screening of uh, William Friedkin's Deliver Die in L.A. Uh, yesterday, so I what? could talk about that. I, I can't believe I forgot that, and it happened okay. last night, maybe because I spent too much at the bar. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I haven't watched War and Peace in a while. I just thought I might bring it up because Nathan's like, I can't sit through anything more than two hours, but mm. I haven't really watched any movies lately. The one I have seen is, it was put on by the, the Atlantic Film Fest, and mm. it was the concert a movie of the talking heads stop making sense and it was just like so good i love the talking heads um mm, they're great yeah it, but it was sort of weird because like normally concerts I like to move around I like dance like normal people but i'm just like i was just like moving on my seat like burning down the house <laughs> but it, it was great anyways josh go right ahead <clears throat> yeah uh propeller arcade uh, who I've talked about many times and and the movies that they put on, they were supposed to put on Ninja Turtles over the summer. Mm-hmm. And because of all of the awful, terrible <laughs> weather and and like end of time shit that's been happening in Nova Scotia. Yeah, uh, that did not happen. So it was canceled twice. And then the next movie they announced was William Freakin's To Live or Die in L.A., <laughs> which I feel is uh, some it's a personification of depression is what that is Aww. just in movie release form it's just like having your childhood crushed twice and then have to watch this noir detective movie from the 80s the whole the soundtrack is done by wang chung which i did not know oh uh and it's awesome as fuck uh the soundtrack's great uh yeah William Peterson in there, who was on CSI, he was person on CSI. For have, it, I, I'm I'm sort of explaining for the audience. Have you guys seen this movie? I haven't, I have but uh, I'm looking it up, and yeah, I see William Peterson both and Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Oh, I love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh, okay. Willem Dafoe is the him. bad guy in this movie. He's an artist who is also he's like a yeah like a really emotional artist who like burns some of his paintings, but he's also a counterfeiter who makes counterfeit money. Nice and shit. So like. Also, William Freakin got a real counterfeiter who had recently gotten out of jail and they drove out to a shack with Willem Dafoe in the desert and he filmed him actually counterfeiting money <laughs> so nice. they could like put it so it would look real and put it in the movie. And William Freakin said in his biography, he was like, yeah, I spent it. I'd go to bars and whatever, go to a restaurant, like just spend that money. So they counterfeited money when they made the movie nice. and spent it. I love that. But yeah, it's like this synth soundtrack noir, like kind of really like high octane detective movie from the 80s. So it's like kind of. Yeah, sounds fun. <clears throat> oh, it's great. Yeah, I hadn't seen it since I was like 20 and it was a great rewatch. I, I, I had an amazing time seeing it. Nice. Um, one thing I did notice, like there's it, there's clearly some of this movie was saved in the edit because there, there's a lot of scenes that end really abruptly. Like they're like, no, nah, we got to cut this off. Just get to the next thing. And, uh, and especially towards the beginning of the movie, I noticed that. And I was like, I think that might be a thing. I'd like to read into that. But I feel like it was kind of maybe saved in the edit. And it was probably a longer movie because it's only I think it's an hour 45. So it's a, it's pretty lean con- compared to other things of the time. Hmm. It would be trying to be serious, whatever. But hmm. really cool, really stylized. Like the, even the even the opening credits, it's like it says to live and die in L.A. And it's like, you know, a cutout 
So it's black background. It's a cutout where you can see like a, a helicopter image of LA through the words. And then a bullet hole appears that tur- that the blood makes up a palm tree next to oh, the fucking nice. thing. Oh, I so love it. And then in there, a Wang yeah. Chung song that literally says to live and die in LA in the fucking chorus plays. And it's so good. Yeah. Oh my so God. saw that in a theater with a bunch of people last night. You, you just described the personal video demo I'm about to make after we get off this call. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, going to be it. That's please. my new portfolio piece. It's yeah. just it's it's just a recreation of that. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, so speaking of LA, it's pretty close to uh, Beverly. I think Hills. it's rewind time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So re-listening to this episode, <clears throat> I think it's our I think it's our best one to date. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, there's I mean, there's things I love about previous episodes, like Daughters of Darkness. I think is is like top for us. Um, Jaws three, I think, uh, is is a big one for us too. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of moments and other things, but this one we're just all so fucking excited to <laughs> yeah. be talking about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that uh, helps, and it was pretty good. But yeah, I don't know if there was anything else. I because yeah. I really went hard on the trivia for this one. I don't know if there was anything else yeah. that I had forgotten to mention about this movie that I wanted to to say about it. But uh, this one was just fun to edit in terms of listening to it again made me remember how much fun I had talking about it, mm. which made me yeah. remember how much fun I had watching the film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the taking of Beverly Hills yeah, is such a hidden gem. It's it, it, so we all said we'd watch it again. Oh yeah. 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 I really did think about it. I just, I kind of ran out of time. I had a lot going on, but I, I really wanted to. And I, I hope to find it again. I know it's on YouTube, but I, I hope to find a copy for my personal collection at some point. Cause mm. uh, it's uh, it, it really is just that classic eighties action movie, but with mm-hmm. so many weird little tweaks that it, it becomes yeah. something very unique. Um, yeah. Well, it, 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 uh, it reaches beyond its means in ways that both like don't really work, but then <laughs> do as yeah. well. Like, in in they just they work in unintended ways mm. that like it it may, instead of overreaching and making their movie look cheaper they overreach and actually give it like elevate it a little bit and I think that's really what makes it shine. Um, but but again, like that wouldn't make it stand out in its time. Mm-hmm. If you went and saw that, then you'd probably have a different opinion. Like, oh, this is kind of lame. It's like. It's not as good as other stuff. I've like, you know, what did it come out like 1991? Like the yeah. weapon, like two or three yeah. was like around that time. Like the, you know, 91 or like Robin Hood Prince of Thieves came out in 91. Uh, Terminator 2 was like one year mm. off. Like there's a lot of stuff you can stack it against at the time. But being a movie to go back and watch now and sort of pull out of that, it's like, oh, wow, this is like, how didn't this get more traction yeah. on video? Like this seems like the perfect video like not direct video went to theaters but seems like a perfect rental movie like how this movie not just get rented all the time i feel like um with this movie it's more of like it does have like cult status Mm -hmm. because it has like more people watching it now and being like oh this movie is great but i think if like someone were to see this movie like say the trailer coming on tv on tv you're just like maybe maybe not like, I feel like a lot of yeah. people have probably been like, I'm going to pass. I'm going to watch, like, 
Terminator yeah, even 2. The an, even yeah. the angelic sounds of Don LaFontaine might not bring this one up, <laughs> up to the no. forefront of your rental queue. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it sort of just seems like something because you don't have any actors that are, I guess, well-known action flick like action no. actors. Yeah, Ken Wall was in a show at the time that was really big that ran for several seasons. So there was he. I forget what it was. He's like a private detective or something like that. I, you'll, I think you'll find it here pretty quickly. But that was why he got this movie. Mm. So there was some star power there. Also, Robert Davy was like, uh, uh, like he was already at the same around that time. He would have been yeah. the bad guy in License to Kill and had some other roles. So there's there is star power going to you know Matt, even Max Headroom like Matt Brewer in his own right at that time yeah. like was something and was a, and it becomes an established character actor. So there's. They have these bits and pieces, but then just seem to not really it never really truly pays off, I guess. Like at least for maybe what they're intending. I think yeah. it does. Yeah. It's but I, I think I think them I think in their mind, or at least other people's minds, they ex they expected the movie to have another level of polish to it. Yeah. And so where it, it is a B movie and it, mm. it does kind of successfully reach up a bit and, and I don't know, people just didn't really give it the time of day. I, I think fell a, into a sea of other movies. Uh, yeah, a lot of its charm is slightly under the surface as well. Like you really yeah. have to say, "I'm going to watch this movie" because I, I can't imagine that yeah. the trailers gave you any of like the the sense of of the 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 fun, like the heart and soul of this film. Mm. And hell, if you go to watch the first five minutes, you're just like, "What? What is this B-roll music video?" That it takes a yeah. long it takes a long time. But then yeah. it, it does reward you once you get in there and you you start, you know, getting getting into the nitty gritty with Calvin and, mm. and all of the, the ridiculousness of, of this heist and the, the wristwatch calculator oh, walkie talkie yeah. things. I have already <laughs> yeah. forgotten what they were, but they're like they're, auto, they were auto dialers. Auto dialers. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I couldn't J remember the JVC term. auto dialers, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it, it really you have to if you commit to going on the journey with those two characters, you'll be rewarded. Mm -hmm. basically. Oh, yeah. That's what comes with yeah. it. It's it's yeah. quite and fun. For, for anyone who is a fan of that era and those those action movies of the era, it's like mm -hmm. getting a new one because you like don't lie to me oh, and tell yeah. me you've seen this movie because no one's seen this movie. But yeah. uh, no, I found very little yeah. talking about it. But then when you watch it and you're just like, oh, my God, like this is. This is it's it's not of course it's not lethal weapon it's not no. die hard but like it's kind of close it's, enough it's, it's, right like that you're just better, like mm, it's this is it's better yeah. than other shitty yes. action movies that people talk about like it's better than Showdown in Little Tokyo mm. with like Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee like that movie like is cheap and looks cheap and is kind of stupid and this one I would say like how do people talk about that but not this and that's always kind of my perspective on it it's like if we like we've elevated you know, Mortal Kombat 2, but we don't talk about taking a Beverly Hills. <laughs> What's going on here? Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, the, the last thing I'll say is it was very hard for me to not just go all Calvin clips for the episode when uh, I was putting those oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. yeah I had to fight it. Beautiful clips. He's I in our intro it. for Grace. Yeah, yeah, he like. is. Yeah. This is, do you wear this a safe sex zone, so sir? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Matt Freer is honestly... Like beginning of this movie, I was I was a bit apprehensive. I was like, okay, like it's it's a B movie, like it's like this basically like this two and a half minute or like fucking five minute like 
music video and then we're getting in. It's... Five minutes, four, four minutes, 48 seconds, something like that. <laughs> Anyways, long ass <laughs> intro, but then we get like a bunch of these people like almost sort of, I guess like flavorless. They're just like. Um, oh, the rich, the rich people. The rich people. Oh, yeah. And I was party, like, whatever. Yeah. Eh. And then you I have was like that stuff too. I was like, I might have picked a bad one. No, and then like as soon as Calvin walks in, like Matt Frere's character, I was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely like a movie where you where it's just like a character can make or break it, and this character makes this whole film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, do we want to say a few words on our upcoming film? Oh, what yes. is the next one? The next one is um, Sleepaway Camp 2. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Yeah. I kind of thought it was. I was like, is it that or another one? I almost said which one had to be. <laughs> yeah. <I didn't. laughs> which is, oh. it's going to be our eighth film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know in the socials, I take heat for it. I messed up. Oh, that you said that this was the sixth, it's the seventh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the seventh, it's the seventh episode, it's my bad. Anyways, <laughs> I will fix it. Send Gabby <laughs> your hate mail in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. 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 honestly. Send us any kind of hate mail, honestly. Yeah. I would love to read hate mail. Oh, we'll, I would love you'll to read, read it on the show, it'll be awesome. I will, yeah. I will. Yeah. I think <laughs> a lot of it will be like, Gabby's a slut, she's a whore. Women know nothing God. about film. That's our idea. Okay. Well, prove her right or wrong. <laughs> yeah. Just please talk to us. Uh, yeah. In, yeah. We're at that stage of the podcast. That's right. Yeah. Like violence. Yeah. I, I, I welcome it. And, you know, yeah. send your hatred towards me. Yeah. Uh, so As on, on, the, su- towards other people. on the subject of, of Sleepaway Camp 2, my God, Pamela Springsteen makes this movie so hard for me i she yeah. is just a yeah. gem another, is, another this, character that the, makes the film mm-hmm. yeah these two episodes you can almost pair up in <laughs> that sense of that yeah. theme mm-hmm. because both episodes are very similar in how we absolutely love one of the characters yeah. and just drag everybody else to the <laughs> yes <bed. laughs> yeah. but like kelvin pamela springsteen do no wrong no they're beautiful creatures protect them at all costs yeah uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that one coming out. I think that's another one that we mm-hmm. also were very excited. I was, uh, I, I, Gabby, you're the only one who had seen it before. I was very caught off guard by how much I liked it and the jump in production value from the first one, because I only ever saw the first one. I assumed it was similar production value, but mm-hmm. the first one is like this bizarre labor of love octave in upper New York state. Yeah. And, and the second one is the Hollywood one. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was uh, yeah. a lot of fun. I loved it for definitely a great watch being, s- and especially now we're getting into close to Halloween. Yes. We're going a little over time. Yeah. But we are going into Halloween. So there's definitely going to be lots of horror talk. So <laughs> what happens with that being yeah. someone who had just watched, like I watched the first one to watch the second one. Cause I, I just hadn't mm-hmm. ever yeah. seen it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, like the, the tonal shift is certainly something that you uh, you're just like, Oh, okay. Like the second one makes no bones about what type of movie it is pretty much right from the get go. And, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so that was, that was a really interesting shift, but having seen them both, uh, the second one is, is my favorite. And I, I understand that like from a movie perspective, the, the first one, 
definitely more cinematically important <laughs> of a film mm-hmm. and like, you know, blaze some trails and, and, and is, is probably the better movie, but like the one I'm going to go back to watching again and again is probably the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that just about does it for us. Gabby, do you have anything terrible to tell us about the male anatomy or anything else? I mean, you can just make it up at this point because all of these fun facts seem to be totally made up. I think my trauma has made it that I forget this is what happens at the end of the episodes now. (laughs) It shouldn't be, but it is. (laughs) uh, Hey, I mean, I'm not fighting it, but like it's. It's taken something from my soul. It's like, cast, it's like being a cast member of Jackass. Like, oh, I'm gonna, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm paying yeah. for it in this life and the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because it's like we're getting to fall and stuff like that. And I'm a huge Halloween fan. I, I love spooky stuff. So Same. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on to something that freaks myself out a lot. Mm. I have a huge arachnophobia. It's so bad sometimes that I, I think one time, quick story found a giant spider on my stairs i had to call my dad he just dropped me off i had to call him to come kill it <laughs> he was like 10 minutes away and i was standing there and i was like outside it was huge and it was on the stairs and i was like i can't get in my house anyways oh no apparently spiders have clear blood oh that's cool i didn't know and that it's cool for you guys it's creepy for me <laughs> They also, because um, they, I think because they don't have bones, that clear blood is what's in their legs. So they basically like walk by having like the same reaction that you get by having a boner. <laughs> <laughs> they just get like hard blood legs and walk around. That's what they are doing all the oh. time. I feel like I heard that somewhere. That might be true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I honestly yeah. like I, I don't care about any other bug centipedes. I'm fine. Um. Really? Because I find them far more off-putting than I find spiders. Like no, I don't find are pretty off-putting, especially the big ones that eat mice. Oh yeah, shit, no, no, you lose shit. me with that. Yeah. No, 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 I'm fine with those. <laughs> it's fucking spiders. I can't, I can't deal with it. Remember, I... Gabby, it's not the spider that you see; it's the problem. It's all the spiders you don't see. Oh, Gabby, you know when you find a dead spider. It's not a dead spider. It's sloughed off its skin and it's bigger now. <laughs> no. You're welcome. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I'm done. All right. Well, have a good week, everybody. Uh, look forward to Sleepaway Camp 2. It's an absolute classic. I think it's another episode where we're all just really psyched to, to talk about yeah. it. So it's a fun one. And yeah, uh, yeah we'll see you in a week's time. But up, up, but up, video call. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking little spiders all over. Just little spiders all over. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, join the cult today by subscribing and giving us a five star review on your podcast platform of choice. Help us grow the cult by sharing it with your friends, family, and that masked stranger hiding in your closet. Finally, you can connect with us on Facebook at The Video Cult or on Instagram and TikTok at video underscore cult 666.